a Monday morning, and you know what that means. Dreamers, coming to you once again from the isolation station of love. It's me, it's Landon, it's the Dawes, and this is Dawes Does Disney. Hope everybody's week is getting off to a great start, and my week is getting off to a great start because I am joined once again by my co-host, my tag team partner. You know her, you love her. She dominated Universal's Halloween Horror Nights last week. Find her podcast wherever you get your podcast. It's with Avengers. I almost called it Avengers with Steph. With Adventures with Steffers, it's Steffers! Welcome back, Steffers. Yeah. Ooh, it's me. I'm back. Congratulations. I know you will be covering Halloween Horror Nights and your experience in the upcoming episode of Adventures with Steffers, not Avengers with... Uh, but <laughs> give us the brief synopsis of your trip down to Orlando, Florida to go get the crap scared out of you. Hopefully not literally. Um... I mean, not for me. If you tune in on Wednesday, you will hear um, hopefully Justin also not pooping his pants. I mean, you'll just have to find out to see. I'm not okay. spoiling anything about this episode. Uh, Florida was great, as it usually is. But I will say that the highlight of my trip, which is not mentioned in the episode on Wednesday, was actually our trip to Volcano Bay, the water park at Universal really? Orlando Resort. Yes, really. Have you been to a water park lately? Uh, Well, I have bad ears and I can't go underwater. So me and water parks, we're kind of like oil and a thing that you can't get in water. So, you know, um, so I like I have no experience when it comes to Disney, Universal, their water park. So I'm I'm, I'm always interested to hear people say that that they're so awesome. I mean, I'm not shocked that they're awesome, but it's just something that I personally can't, you know, experience. I mean, I'll experience it for you every Thanks, time. Thanks, Yeah. But I'm going to outline that probably in a blog post, mostly because um, Halloween Harness was just the winner, winner, chicken dinner of uh, the podcasting episode that we recorded. So that's fine. But tune in and you'll hear maybe a familiar voice. Our BFF, oh. you know. Mm-hmm. Some call him dad. Uh, uh, so. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. Yeah, we're all going to move on from that. But uh, so uh, look forward to that on Wednesday, Adventures with Steffers. Uh, if people want to catch the blog where you're going to break down your water park experience, where could they do that at? Oh, adventureswithsteffers.com. And if you want to check out the full page, you know, then just check out the full page. If you just want to get to the blog section, you can just add a slash blog at the end of your URL. You know, catch me doing things. <laughs> Like I say, she's blowing up, ladies and gentlemen. I just hope she remembers us little people when she gets to the top. But speaking of the top, why don't we start at the top of our list? And in my opinion, the biggest news coming out of the House of the Mouse in Orlando, Florida, the Walt Disney World Resort was... Rise of the Resistance coming off of Virtual Queue. If you listened to last week's episode, I said that I saw both the positives and the negatives in this decision. And when it came off Virtual Queue, I also think we saw the positives and the negatives. Uh, mainly the negative being when everybody rope drops, everybody in Hollywood studio decided to try and run to Batu and get in line. And there were reports of a 220 minute wait when people were uh, started to be let in around 7.45 on September 23rd, the day the virtual queue option was put on pause. Remember, this is a pause, not a full-blown ditching of the virtual mm. queue. But we'll see if Disney decides to uh, go back to the virtual queue because honestly, 
once it gets past that initial rush, at least on the 23rd, it started at a 220 minute wait uh, by 9 a.m. Reports say it had dropped to 108, 100, only 180 minutes. Allears.net reported that uh, by the uh, from start to finish, it only, again, only took them uh, 105 minutes. But by that afternoon, around 3 p.m., there were reports of a 60 minute wait, sometimes even less. And uh, I've been fortunate enough to ride Rise of the Resistance a handful of times. If I can wait 45 minutes to an hour to ride Rise, I'm doing it. Um, let me let me give you some hot takes here. Okay, all right. By the hot Universal takes. Guru, by the way, it's not even a <laughs> Disney Guru. Don't hold your breath for the uh, virtual queue to come back for Rise. If you hold your breath, you might die. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I like to uh, live, so so I won't be doing correct, that. Correct, so don't do that. My hot take is the weights were what? You said 180 minutes, whatever. It was like between 60 and, and like 100. Initially, it was 220. Then it went down yeah. to 180. Then actual time in line, according to allears.net, was 105 for them. And then later in the afternoon, 60-ish uh, minutes. Correct, okay. Stuffers will never... Oh, no, I'm not going to say we'll never. Steffers is not a fan of waiting in line. Shocker, because she goes to the theme parks. So <laughs> if I can cut my weights down a little bit, I'm going to do that. So my suggestion, or what I'm going to probably do, wait till later in the afternoon. Just, there's no reason that if the wait times drop a little, of course we have to continue to monitor these weights because it's only been, what, a couple, few days a like, week maybe yeah no i think it's been three days yeah, le less days. than a week as a matter of fact yeah so with, there's no way we can tell what the average weight is really going to be after three days but as it stands right now i would not wait this 220 180 no. mm -hmm. like 60 minutes maybe but let me tell you if the wait is over 100 minutes when i go there and i'm like all right, I've ridden everything else, or, oh, I want to take a break from riding this side and the other thing, and I want to go ride it now. Guess who's dropping some dollar dollar bills, yo, on this lightning lane? <laughs> oh, yeah, that this thing. This girl. This <laughs> girl right here. Well, let me tell you, if it's, like, 45 minutes, if it's posted 60, but really it's probably closer to 40, I'll go ahead and wait in the line, because dollar dollar bills, yo. Mm-hmm. But if it's anything more than that, I'm just going to spend the money because it's in my budget. I'm budgeting for this, people. And that, I mean, come on. Who wants to? And then the overflow was like outside, maybe covered if you're like in a good spot. But you mm -hmm. don't want to be stuck in the sun. I've no. done it for Velocicoaster. It's not fun. <laughs> yeah, there were reports that the extended queue was all the way out of Batu, and uh, you could have just hopped out of line and literally stepped into Muppet Vision. So um, we're going to be uh, hashtag speaking of the Muppets here in a second. But I agree with you. If you're rope dropping, unless you're getting in early with the newly returned early theme park entry, if you're staying on resort, if, if I ain't doing that and I'm rope dropping Hollywood Studio... I think I'm going to go hit up another marquee attraction. I'm going to go hit up Slinky, Slinky Dog. Dog. Exactly. Yep. Because that seems to be the other big line or people eater, so to speak. No matter what time of day you're going, Slink always has long lines. So my suggestion, let everybody else go, go to Rise of the Resistance. Let everybody else go to Batu. 
head over to Toy Story Land, get in line for Slinky Dog. But like I said, early theme park entry and extended evening hours are coming back a little bit sooner than some people were expecting. People were assuming it was going to be debuting October 1st uh, for the 50th anniversary. I don't know if you've heard of it, but it actually started on uh, the 26th. Uh, yesterday. Yesterday, if you're listening to this podcast today, it drops. Uh, so pretty much what that is, if you are staying at Select Disney World Resorts, uh, you get 30 minutes entry before the general public. So if you do want to go Rise of the Resistance first thing in the morning and you are staying at a Disney World Resort, you have that option. You get a 30 minute head start ahead of the general public. And in all honesty, that to me is the only way I'm rope dropping Rise of the Resistance if these early numbers are any indication of things to come with Rise going off of virtual queue. Um, I would also like to add that on October 4th, guests at the deluxe resorts and villas will be able to enjoy the extended evening hours. So it looks like they're spacing the morning versus evening situation. Please note that they're only at the deluxe resorts and villas because that's just how Disney rolls. Uh Yeah, yeah, yeah. You already talked about uh, uh, the dollar dues you'd be willing to throw to uh, Lightning Lane, Rise of the Resistance. Well, Disney is kind of a pay-to-play situation. If you want to spend even more money and stay at one of those deluxe resorts and or villas, you get extra extended evening hours. Now, uh, that is uh, select parks on select dates. That I don't believe that is just full-blown. Hey, if you're staying at uh, the, the, the Polynesian, you can you can go to anything on any date. So check your times, check your dates, and your reservations as well. Um, one thing I wanted to add that I also already forgot at this point, I'm interested to see what the slinky dog weight was during the time of the rise of the resistance standby mm. line because no one talked about that really but if it was less then definitely hit slinky dog instead of rise if it was the same where did all these people come from hmm that's a fair question and i wasn't able to determine slink's weight on the day that the virtual queue went away so if uh you happen to know that listeners let us know or if steffers has the uh, fast google fingers she can let us know in a second but i do want to mention going back to the early theme park entry if you are going to hollywood studios that day rise of the resistance is one of the rides that is going to be running early for those getting into the park 30 minutes early. Uh, Your rides in Hollywood Studios that will be operated, Alien Swirling Saucer, Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway, Millennium Falcon Smuggler's Run, Rock and Roller Coaster, starring Aerosmith, uh, Slinky Dog Dash, Star Tours, uh, Rise of the Resistance, Tower of Terror, and Toy Story Mania. So, I mean, like, those are some pretty big rides that are going to be running 30 minutes before the park opens if you are staying on property at Disney. Go to Slinky Dog, people. Go to Slinky Dog. Really? Okay. Do you have something uh, that you found? Disney posted, it looks like, at quote-unquote rope drop, it looks like it started at 55 minutes posted, but it went. it was actually 25 minutes. Whoa based off and then they had posted 45 minutes posted like it looks like the highest it went was 70 minutes and that was at 11 o'clock 
I am not the biggest Slinky Dog Dash fan in the world, but those times are amazing. Hop on, yeah, yeah. Let everybody else rise up and uh, and fight the resistance. Go hang out with Slink in Toy Story Land. Wow. Yeah, someone, so Disney posted 55 minutes, but someone um, submitted that, oh, this is touring plans, I'm getting this off of touring plans, uh, to touring submitted plans. that it was 37 minutes for their wait. Holy like, crap. It looks like you might wait an hour, but most of these times were less than an hour, 20 minutes, 15 minutes toward the end of the night, uh, average around 30 minutes. So, wow. you know, you guys might want to do that instead. I think yeah. that's what I'm going to do. Oh, yes. 1,000%. Uh, that will be what I'm... Well, I'm fortunate enough to stay on property, so mm. I do get, I do get those... Uh-huh. Dang right. Yeah, I'm rubbing it in. Um, uh, well, if I really want to rub it in, I'm, I, I get both the early theme park entry and the extended evening hours because I am staying at the deluxe resort and or villa. Anyway, uh, so I really don't know. Having that 30-minute head start, I'll be interested to see once... It starts back up later this week. What that will do for quote unquote rope drop time for the rise. I'll I'll be following those numbers, and thankfully I got a couple of weeks before I actually have to uh, roll them dice, so to speak, uh, for me and the Madre. Uh, moving on to things that explode in the sky. Uh. Wow, that's. That's my best segue yet. Uh, we do know that both the Magic Kingdom and Epcot are getting new nighttime shows. And again, much like early entry and the extended hours, we were expecting them uh, for the uh, 50th anniversary kicking off on the 1st. But uh, surprising a lot of people, Harmonious is getting an early start. Uh, surprising some people, uh, debuting on September 29th and the 30th. Uh, calendars are showing that it will start at 9 p.m. on both nights. Uh, Disney will be uh, streaming uh, Harmonious and their uh, lovely, totally not controversial barges. So uh, you can tune in for that. And then Enchantment is going to be streamed on the 30th. So this Wednesday, you can watch uh, Harmonious in Epcot. And then Thursday, you can watch uh, Enchantment in the Magic Kingdom. Please note, Harmonious, they said, is going to be 20 minutes long. Enchantment, I don't think they said, but Enchantment on Thursday starts at 10.15, question yeah. mark. That's past my bedtime, but... Well, if, 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 if we're keeping it 100, uh, the 9 p.m. the night before for Harmonious is past my bedtime. So that will be a Thursday morning and then following it up, a Friday morning activity for years truly. So, you, so you're going to watch it. Yeah, you're gonna watch I'm, the live well, stream before you go to the park in mm, three weeks. I, I say I'm gonna watch it, but you pointing out I am gonna be in the park in three weeks. I kind of. Mm, I My think question. I'm gonna wait. I think oh. I'm gonna wait. Like, oh, oh, I do want. I'm definitely gonna wait for Enchantment, Harmonious. I'm on the fence of because I kind of want to see what the hell they're gonna pull off with all these daggum barges. Because it looks like they got a Stargate hanging out in uh, in the lagoon. Then it uh, looks like I've I've seen some of the arms move. It's like a giant Doc Ock um, looking robot. So I'm like like there's some curiosity to what they're actually gonna pull off. Enchantment, I. I have faith that Disney and their fireworks are going to look amazing in front of the castle with the 50th uh, regalia, if you will. So I'll probably hold off on watching Enchantment. Harmonious, like I said, I'm on the fence for. 
Do you have plan? Well, you're going to be at MK. Yes. Like you're you you plan to watch these shows or only enchantment so far? Like, have you you know in your plans, park plans? Are you oh, like? As 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 I've stated in the past, my mom is a firework honk. So fireworks and the nighttime shows are definitely in the schedule when me and the madre head down in October. Okay, so you're technically going to see both. So my thing is. My plans for December, we're only doing two park days, number one. And number two, I ain't impressed with you, Disney. I ain't impressed. I am heartbroken over happily ever after. I don't need your laughter because I am heartbroken over happily ever after. I Pulling a dillo, I don't like change. I'm hurt. Uh, let's just say I'm hurt. So you know what Suffers is going to do? She's going to watch these dang streams to see if it's worth my time. Okay. All right. Then if it's worth my time, I'll go ahead and make a plan to go and see them. I just... I, it's just one of those things where the barges are ugly. Illuminations has my heart. <laughs> and happily ever after will always be my number one. So... <sighs> Disney, what are you doing? And also, we got a sneak preview of the projections down Main Street. I'm gonna tell you right now, I don't care. Really? You know, I'm gonna be, I'm going to be looking at the castle. I'm, I'm just, that's just me. I'm going yeah. to the castle. I'm too blind. So, like, even if I'm back there to like enjoy the Main Street projections, I'm not gonna be able to see them. Like, I, I gotta pick one or the other, and I'm gonna pick the castle every time, unless. They're doing the ones down Main Street as like their flagship things, then that's Dumbo Disney. They're probably not doing that. It's probably the castle that's the main attraction. I just I get it. I get it. I mean, I I hadn't really thought having to split my attention, but you are right. If uh the projections down Main Street end up being, you know a big hullabaloo in the uh story that they're telling of the show, you are gonna have to Look Spring. at the castle. Look at Main Street. Look back at the castle. Look back at Main Street. So, hmm, you do make some interesting But then points. which way are the projections going? Are they like forward-facing, backwards-facing, omni-facing? Just more questions that I have. Also, <laughs> this is what this is really the telltale sign if I'm going to see these in person. If the first like minute to 2 minutes of sound do not like, if I'm not crying, I ain't wasting my time with you. I understand the sentiment, but if Disney's good at one thing, it's making money. If they're good at two things, it's making money and making adults cry. So I, I feel pretty confident they're going to do that. Because, like, I had my heart broken when they took away Wishes. And Happily Ever After, fine enough show. But it ain't Wishes to me. So, like... Um, calm down. Calm wishes, down. Wishes, I feel like if I thought about it long, like just the hair, talking about it, the hair on my arm is standing up. And if I keep talking about it, I feel like I'm going to start crying. So I'm going to hard pivot. We did get uh, some previews and show times for Kite Tales coming to the Animal Kingdom, uh, debuting on October 1st. Uh, those times are rumored to be first show is at 11.15 a.m., then 12.15 p.m., 1.15 p.m., 3.15 p.m., 4.15 p.m. and then closing out the day at 5.15 p.m. So we correctly speculated on two things about Kite Tales. It debuts October 1st and it will not 
be a nighttime show because uh, me and you were wondering how safe it was going to be to ride jet skis in the dark while pulling a kite. They could have reflectors. They could have made it work, but I'm glad <laughs> they uh, opted to not do that. And Safety also, first. Well, that, but also I think there's more daytime things that need to be appreciated at Animal Kingdom. Mm-hmm. And also maybe the animals wouldn't appreciate that much noise if it was nighttime. I don't know how that works. Yeah, because I mean, it, it, like people think it's a theme park, but there's also the live animal aspect of Animal Kingdom. And you are right. Uh, we don't want to be accused of being AK haters again. There are a lot of things to do in Animal Kingdom. <laughs> even if Expedition Everest is going to be going into months of repair which was the point I was making when we were accused of being AK haters. We ain't the Dillos. Oh, we went there. <laughs> we, we went there. Um, yep. I will say, I think with, hold on, I'm, I'm going, we're pivoting back to, we're, <laughs> we're, we're, She's on we're rewinding, we're rewinding here. <laughs> I think, what time does Animal Kingdom close? I also have to check the hours of Animal Kingdom. 7 p.m. I think it opens 8 a.m. 7 p.m. close. Okay. Maybe that's right. Maybe that's not. Someone fact check because I know well, y'all are going to. Well, it's on a podcast, so now it's true. So uh, deal with the new operating hours of Disney's Animal Kingdom as said by the does. Correct. Outspoken. So something you could do is really enjoy the food. I don't think I've really eaten a lot of places at the Animal Kingdom. Mm. So you can watch your kite tails, you can ride your Flight of Passage, simmer in Pandora, ride a safari. I love the safari, by the way. Oh, the safari's the best. Like, so, yes, I, we yes. rode those at least twice, at least. I will always go to bat for the Kilimanjaro safari. So dang awesome. Unless there's animals in the road. But Unless there's talk about animals that. in the... Yeah, okay, all right, yeah. Mm-hmm. But I think fun. what people could do, other than just take it slow, taking the sights and the shows. I don't watch shows, so that's my problem. That's a me problem. Mm-hmm. It really is, Devers. Like, I think I just need to take in more shows, take in more of the ambiance, and then try more of the food, because I did not... I did not try half the things, not even like a quarter of the things that they have to offer in Animal Kingdom. Hmm. So, dem ribs, you know what I'm saying? Oh, yes. Now you're entering the wheelhouse. I was about to uh, uh, unhinge my jaw and scream dim ribs over at Nomad Lounge. But uh, if you can't get into Nomad Lounge, there's stuff like uh, Flame Tree Barbecue where you can get those killers pulled pork barbecue fries. With I heard that cheese. place is very good. Oh, that place is top notch. Yak and Yeti, that is one place that I am still praying to the gods above in the reservation uh religion that i can pull a reservation for me and my mom while we're there uh yak and yeti's top notch uh satuli canteen is a very unique place to eat as a picky eater the menu is very limited for me let's just say but uh but it looks awesome and if you're not a picky man baby like me you'll find something on the menu you'll like and uh even uh, something like tusker house harambe market there is some good eats in the animal kingdom eats Animal Kingdom. See, we don't hate Animal Kingdom. We really just <laughs> don't appreciate it as much as we need to. So that's on me. I'm not going to speak for Landon because that's a me problem, not a we problem. Well, I'm glad that you're admitting that you have a problem because the first step is admitting you have a problem. 
unlike me, who in that episode where we were accused of being AK haters said that that's always the first park I go to. So get off our backs, you ding-dongs. Anyway, uh, by the way, you need to check out some shows, Festival of the Lion King or a celebration of a Festival of the Lion King or whatever the hell they're calling it right now. It, that, that is a top-notch show. I've seen the OG before it was cut and... Mm-hmm. Yeah, now it's the celebration of the festival of the Lion King or Let whatever it's you, called. I like shows with actual animals. So they had like Timon a... and Pumbaa and Simba. No, 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 what are you no, no, talking about? I mean, about? Side, no, 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 side, sidebar, sidebar. I really just want a show where someone parades like, like on an elephant or something, and then, you know, there's just. Other animal, you know, like animal actors, but like a larger scale Animal Kingdom style. You know what I'm saying? Well, I know they have the bird Ringley, one. Yeah, I was gonna say, yeah, there's uh, up the bird show, and uh, and this isn't Ringley Brothers and Barnum and Bailey Circus. So I've seen I them know. as well. Yeah, uh huh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> this Animal Kingdom ain't that, Steffers. Well, a girl can dream. It's fine. I'm not. I'm not judging. I really do need to just appreciate it more. However, um, I don't. I don't have money to buy more <laughs> Disney tickets. So if anyone wants to gift me Disney tickets, I will, I'll go. You know what I'm saying? But <laughs> I am broke. People. I'm broke. Yeah, I, I, I hear weddings are kind of expensive. I mean, yes, they are. And with a picky eater like you, I'm really glad that you were able to find something on the menu. Me too. Otherwise, I was going to be uh, bringing my own chicken tendies and green M&Ms, which, by the way, that's my entire diet. Chicken tendies and green M&Ms. Also, uh, something to enjoy in Animal Kingdom if you are a lover of the animals. Check out the Gorilla Falls Exploration Trail. It's kind of one of those uh, guide your own path type situations where you can walk around, uh, look into gorilla enclosures, learn some stuff. Uh, they generally got like... Uh, cast members with bugs and boxes, if that's your thing. Me, not so much. Uh, quick sidebar, the first time I went to Animal Kingdom, literally the first thing they they shove in my face right past the uh, guest entry is a tarantula. And if you know me, I, I'm of the mindset there's only two type of good spiders in this world, Spider-Man and a dead spider. So I almost just immediately did an about face and got back on a plane to get the hell out of Orlando because I didn't want to be near a tarantula. Anyway, speaking of animals, uh, some of my favorite animals happen to be Animal, the drummer of Dr. Teeth and the Electric Cup. Man, my, my transition game's on point because we are talking about... Muppets Haunted Mansion. Not only is it debuting on October 8th, we saw a trailer this week. It looks awesome. It's the Muppets. It's Haunted Mansion. You got your chocolate in my peanut butter, and it's going to be the greatest thing in the world. And it's getting some in-park representation as well uh, in Disney World. You can already find four different Haunted Mansion Muppet-themed chocolate eclairs available at the world-famous Pizza Rizzo that everybody loves in Hollywood Studio. And beginning on October 1st, there will be exclusive new content from Muppets Haunted Vision in the Muppet Vision 3D pre-show in Hollywood Studio. And there will also, also be a new Magic Shot photo pass opportunity in the Magic Kingdom in front of Haunted Mansion with a special appearance of Miss Piggy as Madame Leota. This is awesome. I'm so glad we're getting more Muppet representation in the park and and they're updating muppet vision 3d so it really does seem like disney is getting behind the hashtag save the muppets movement y'all 
I'm literally just going to correct you to say you said Muppets Vision Mansion, whatever you said. It was was Muppets Haunted Mansion in a Muppet Vision 3D. Thank you. If you couldn't tell from my whole ramble, I'm a little geeked about this. But but, uh, thank you for respecting the fact that I was on a roll and you just got out of the way. And it's like, I'm going to let him do his thing. But uh, clearly, I love the Muppet Steffers. I think you're of the same mindset. Uh, How... On a scale of one to ten, how pumped are you to hear this? One to Answer ten. carefully. <laughs> I prefer to plead the fifth on this question. Okay, on a scale from nine to ten, how excited are you? Um, pivot. Staffers, you're breaking my heart over here. Pivoting. Pivoting, pivoting. Um, did they specify if these new things were just for the fall season or like an overlay situation or is it a permanent the addition? The story that I'm looking at does not say if it's a permanent addition. Hmm. I'd be honestly, I'd be surprised if it was a permanent addition. But I mean, it's not like they're gonna pull uh pull the Muppets Haunted Mansion off Disney Plus after the Halloween season. So maybe it is, but... I mean, no, but also there's on theme and not on theme. So, you know, like the Whatchamajinker, the Haunted Mansion overlay, the Nightmare Before Christmas. Like that's only, yeah, yeah, that's only seasonal. Seasonal. I would imagine that the... Well, I'm I, like I don't know this for a fact, but I will wildly speculate with conviction that the uh, photo pass with Miss Piggy that will be a seasonal thing in the haunted man er, in in the Magic Kingdom. Again, I'm wildly speculating, but I'm doing speculation it nation. Um, that, I mean, I think this is gonna be cute. So mm-hmm. I'm not against this at all whatsoever. Yeah, Steffers, just, why do you hate the Muppets? I okay, now you're gonna spread rumors that people are gonna hate me. <laughs> I do not hate the Muppets. I just don't appreciate them as many people do. That's my problem. Also, again, this is a me problem, not a we problem. But I do love me some, you know, Muppet action. Honestly, I need to stop talking before I dig myself a bigger hole. No, no. I, I Something you said you don't appreciate it as much as some people, like in our audience, that might be you've made reference to it before we started recording and me and Jay made a podcasting career of uh, calling Frank old. It might be the age gap because me and my contemporaries, we grew up on stuff like Muppet Babies and the Muppet Show and all these Muppet movies that were coming out in theaters. And when you were, when you were growing up, yeah, that stuff was still out there, but it wasn't as heavily featured or prominently pushed as it was when we were growing up. Because like when I was growing up, there was a part, like there were, there were reports and rumors that the Muppets were going to take over the Magic Kingdom for a year while Mickey and Minnie and all the, all the crew is quote unquote on vacation. And there were several times before Disney actually ended up purchasing the Muppets that Disney was actively trying to buy the Muppets before Jim Henson passed away. So this is my thing. I was a Sesame Street girl, number mm-hmm. one. Number two, the only real ties to the Muppets that I have, don't at me, don't judge me, I'm sorry. <laughs> In fifth grade, there was a talent show and like me and my class or like me and whoever else, I think it was my class, but there were a lot of kids, so who really knows? We did the Muppet like theme song song. Okay. 
as like yeah. our intro, like welcome to our show type of thing. It was super cute. I'll see That's if I can find awesome. the video. Yes, that was my next question. Please tell me there's video of this because I we mean, put it online. Always. And <laughs> then my grandparents had like plush dolls or not even plush dolls. They were actually kind of hard. Like there was a, a Kermit that was super like skin. Like if Kermit was actually living, probably to scale and it was very hard maybe that's because it was old i don't know and that's my story with the muppets i have seen muppet vision maybe once um and like when my dad was around years and years and years and years ago have i seen it recently no but i appreciate haunted mansion enough where i will give this a try (laughs) Well, well, at least at least you closed it with saying you'll give it a try. But uh, but just know, Steffers, and to the listener, for only pennies a day, you too can help. Hashtag Save the Muppets. So uh, our operators are standing by. Please call in with your credit card number, the last four digits of your social security account, and your mother's maiden name. Uh, okay, maybe don't no, do no. that. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, no. None, none of that actually works. But uh, I am... Clearly, I'm super excited for this, uh, not only for the show on Disney Plus when it drops on October 8th to get you into the spoopy spirit of Halloween. Um, I'm also glad to hear that, uh, that, that that you're willing to give it a shot, too, Steffers. We will fix this. I guarantee you. I mean, I'm, I'm open. I, I mean, <laughs> I'm open to a lot conviction. of things. Well, OK, let me say this. I'm more open to this Muppet situation than enchantment <laughs> so okay all right all right there there are levels to to your openness <laughs> i just there's such a high bar set now let me tell you people i might be pooping on all of these fireworks shows right now but that doesn't mean i'm not gonna watch them and see them anyway because that's part of the disney magic i'm not saying mm-hmm. that yep i'm just saying i got some issues that i need to work through if anyone knows a an affordable therapist please uh drop them in my dms <laughs> But until then, we're going to just move on over. Oh, wait, no. Are we moving over? Yeah, we were at Hollywood. No, we can stay on Hollywood Studios and pivot, pivot. Pivot. Well, and uh, speaking of affordable uh, therapists, just do do what all of us do uh, in in our group of fans. Uh, Just dump all of your problems on Dr. Jacqueline. Oh, mm, don't do that either. (laughs) No, no, don't do that. that. Don't do that, but do go check out her uh, her YouTube channel where if you have questions about uh, the DVC and uh, how to DVC, uh, Dr. Jacqueline has your uh, one-stop shopping for all that answers. Not so much uh, your therapy because she is a, a trained professional and um, make that money. Yep, that, do that. But uh, but speaking of therapy, after watching some of these movies, I feel like I do need therapy, especially when it comes to existentialism and out of body experience, uh, kind of similar to Pixar's soul. No, uh, no, what? this trend. No, the transition. No. Oh, my God. That was amazing. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. That was one of my best transitions of all Continue. time. No, no, no. OK, go ahead. <laughs> soul. No, 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 no. Uh, I bring up uh, Pixar's soul because we finally get to see uh, the Joe Gardner statue, among others, making their debut in Disney's Hollywood Studios, part of the Fab 50 Golden Character statues. Uh, we talked about some in the Magic Kingdom a couple episodes ago, and whenever we talk about any out of the Magic Kingdom, it's like, oh, well, well uh, I can't find where this is. Let's speculate where it is. And the reason we couldn't find where it was is because it wasn't out yet. But thankfully, they are now out in 
Disney's Hollywood Studios and Animal Kingdom so we can now talk about where they are, where you can find them, and more importantly, our thoughts on them. I mean, we're going to go right in with our buddy Joe. God, this statue looks so cool. You and I were speculating if they could pull this off, this could end up being one of the cooler statues. And uh, once again, we were right. This statue they pulled is it off. amazing. They got, so this is just me, but when I see statues, sometimes either, you know, the facial features or like the details aren't, you know, crisp or like good. This is a darn good, I don't know if I can curse on the show. Darn good. Like, look at the socks. Did, have you seen the socks? They even have the lines in the socks. Oh, I hadn't even noticed that point, uh, point of detail until you mentioned it. By the way, I mean, like, like keep it, keep it PG. I've said hell a couple times, so so you're 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 so darn. No, Steffers, go go one step farther. Gosh darn. Um, that's a little <laughs> too too rad. I also will say we're looking at. Well, I'm looking at Blog Mickey's article. And I'm assuming this photo is from them. I'm assuming because they put their their uh, website on it. This is very aesthetically pleasing. They put Joe Gardner um, near the entrance to the Brown Derby restaurant to the right mm. of the Chinese theater. So if you get in the right position, you get Disney's Hollywood Studios, like the arch situation. God. What a great photo. That, yeah, mm. yeah. Heck mm. of a shot. If, uh, if yeah, I'm going to assume that uh, Blog Mickey... Uh, dot com took this shot. Uh, bravo to uh, the team over at Blog Mickey, not only for your uh, blog, also your uh, photography skills are top notch because they have it framed just that arch in the background. Mm -hmm. Joel smiling at Joe, Joe smiling at you. Shut up, Joe <laughs> smiling at you. And oh, I'm, I'm just looking at the keyboard right now about like, like notice on the end how the keys uh, they're moving. Oh, it's oh, god, they bravo, Disney. Job. bravo, good job. But, yeah, yeah, good job, Disney. No question mark needed this time. Uh, then, well, good job, Disney. Question mark might be coming back for the Flounder and Sebastian statue. Uh, okay. Uh, Sebastian looking top notch. Flounder, I mean, I, I get what they're going for him coming out of the water, but. Mm, I feel uh, he needed to be out a smidgen more. Just yes. a smidgen. Mm hmm. But I mean, the lines, the fin, the fin is impressive. Like they, <laughs> that is true. It's solid. Also, correct me if I'm wrong. So you can find these um, near the Joe Gardner statue. Yes. Didn't uh, they take down the signage for the aerial show thing that they had over there? Did I read that uh, somewhere? I feel like they took that down and it became a relax, uh, not a relaxation, because that's you know olden times. But I feel <laughs> like they did that. And now I'm going to fact check myself. So continue. I mean, they definitely shut down the Little Mermaid show in Hollywood Studio. So it would make sense to take away the signage for that show because, you know, it doesn't exist anymore, unfortunately. Oh, but, OK. Voyage of the Little Mermaid show. Wait time sign removed. Queue turned into relaxation area. So I wasn't. I mean, what are you what are you doing with this then? I, I mean, yeah, that's that's a fair question, but fantasy again, land. Yeah, yeah, it, it totally should have been next to the ride of the Little Mermaid. But I, we, we, uh, we, we kind of talked about that when we were going through the actual statues in Magic Kingdom and asking what the hey Disney. But uh, I'm still saying it, I'm still saying it today, man. Well, well, uh, you were right then, and you're right now. So uh, I, I agree with you. Uh, next up, we got Wood and Bo Peep together. Uh, they can be found 
to the right of the Chinese theater near the extended queue for Disney's Hollywood Studio Archway entrance to the animation courtyard. And I have questions why this isn't in Toy Story Land. Also, I'm going to embarrass myself right now. Before me and Landon started recording, I'm like, why are these statues so small? And then I went, <laughs> they're toys, never mind. Oh, uh, yep. Uh-huh. That, that, that 1,000% happened. Yep. That was my embarrassing <laughs> moment of the day. But with that, I'd like to see them to scale, which I kind of can with the first photo that we're looking at. I just don't want them to get lost. But also, why aren't they by Toy Story Land? Well, like, like it's very similar to the uh, Tinkerbell statue Wrong. in Magic Kingdom. Uh, she's, she's a pixie, so of course she's going to be small. But at the same time, it's one of those you kind of have to look for. And I do think there is uh, some fairness in your statement of them getting overlooked. Because, I mean, they, they made them to scale. They're toys. But I guess on the flip side, if you want to see Woody to scale, you can go see the big, giant Woody in Toy Story Land. I mean. That'd be a better way to phrase that. But but again, the fact that they're not in Toy Story Land, that doesn't that. make any sense. Like, okay, so I get you. You have a big Woody. You don't necessarily want a little Woody. You could have found a spot, though, somewhere. Like Woody's lunchbox. You could have mm -hmm. brought more people. I know it's a little tight area, but you could have brought more people over to that area. Disney. I get it. You want it, like, in the front where people, well, look at statues. No, wrong. Moving on. Especially when you have a whole land dedicated to... That's what I'm saying! Yep. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. Uh, all right. Next up, Edna Mode and her sassy self. I love her. Um, can be found in the northeast area. I don't know directions. Of the center, center stage hub area. A green area near a projection tower and situated close to Min and Bill's Dockside Diner slash Hyperion Theater will house the rest of the statues. Oh, okay. That felt like a run on sentence, but all right. That, uh, that you... kind of was. I, uh -huh. I paused where it was, it was forever. <laughs> you can find her in the Northeast area of the center stage hub area. I don't know where that is. There's green umbrellas. Yeah, I, I like like from, from the pictures I'm trying to place Wayfind. where she is i mean I, near uh mm. Mm -mm. i don't know close to the hyperion theater so so maybe no no, maybe no. That's, that's where that's the rest of them are going that's where the rest of the statues are going wait there are more what statues are we missing uh frozone r2 bb and oh, okay uh, i understand i scrolled don't know why they added that tidbit but if you <laughs> go to the parks and uh <laughs> can find the northeast area of the center stage hub area please send us a photo with wayfinding yeah yeah <laughs> at Dodds does disney on twitter uh at a, a, a amazing 95 or something Asian right zing sir i got close I, that's of. right you're a delicious flavor from buffalo wild wings but yeah uh, i don't know how you messed that up but it's fine. you you say sassy edna mode like this statue exudes a sass I mean, like, like she is sassy right now in this in in this statue form, and I love it. Again, talking on the details, the detail on on what she's wearing, the dress yes. with the rings, and then the arms. Oh mm -hmm. man! I will say the on. shoe game is a little not there. Yeah, not there. There is no shoe game. The, <laughs> they nailed it with the outfit itself, though. 
Sounds... And and the expression that she has, I mean, that is Edna mode to a T. Oh yeah, they really nailed the facials. Oh, oh, 10 out of 10. Good job, Disney. You get a cookie from your own shop because I- that, Yeah, you can yeah. go get one of them Jack Jack big ass cookies. I think that's what they're actually called. Uh, next <laughs> up, uh, staying in the uh, Increda universe. Uh, I don't know if that's a thing. We got Frozone, who is coming out on a uh, flat of ice. Uh, the detail on that's pretty top notch. And then uh, but got he's his... like in forest. He's in a forest right now. Like, well, I mean, yeah, absolutely. Forests and ice, they go together. I mean, hello, have you never been to the Northwest? Anyway, uh, then his facial hair, uh, good detail on that. That can be found near Edna Mode. Um, I like Frozone, I had to zoom. but 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 I'm gonna I'm gonna echo what I said the first time. Why Frozone? Why? Yeah. Why not Mister Incredible or Mrs. Incredible or, or Jack Jack? Jack Jack. Yeah. That big ass or cookie. Or Violet, is, because she's literally underrated. any other character from The Incredibles. Sorry, Samuel L. Jackson and Frozone. I like y'all, but 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 no. why? Mm. It's fine. We're gonna. Mm, I. Mm, that's all I got to say. I. I don't know. The facial hair. I will say. Good job. <laughs> yeah. But why? Like, 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 like we can we can question why these uh, characters were chosen, but we can't sleep on the detail and the craftsmanship Correct. in any of these. Golden... Especially the next ones. Oh yes, yes. Talk about intricacy and um, having to nail stuff. Mm. R2-D2 and BB-8. And BB-8, yeah. Not only did Disney choose one droid, they chose two, and uh, they nailed them. Uh, from, I mean, like, this is this is R2. This is this is BB-8. and Like, they have the notches and, like, mm. the little venti things. Little, are those vents? What, I don't know what those are called in real life. but Ports. Ports. Ports, that's a better word than venti things. Um, BB-8 even has like an opening type of situation. Like y'all did the dang thing. That's all I got to say. You did it and you nailed it. Is it. Like like the port where his arm's coming out and he has his little flame thumbs up. I mean, that is that is some top notch worksmanship. Uh, obviously BB-8 and R2-D2 uh, have been positioned together and you can find them near the Men and Bill's Dockside Diner. So um, not Galaxy's Edge. Or not near Galaxy. Yeah, holy crap. It's, it, it, they put them all at the front. Now, I can tell you why they might have done that. But like even then, I still don't understand why they did that. That's yeah, fine. don't don't get that. I mean, I guess they figure Toy Story Land and Galaxy's like, Edge. But are, right outside near yeah, it. Yeah, like, 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 like maybe they're thinking they already have enough crowds as is so they don't want even more but put it right outside i mean going into galaxy's edge from uh the area that has muppet vision you have that big giant just like block archway like stick it right out there there's literally not any muppets they didn't do any muppet statues yeah they they didn't do any muppet statues but 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 at least they're giving us a haunted mansion uh special so you know at we'll least they're on. doing something with the Muppets, so, you know, um, yay? I guess, but... But, yeah, those fine. are the statues you're going to find in Hollywood Studios, and then we will hop over to Animal Kingdom and talk about the Fab 50 golden characters that showed up in the Kingdom of the Animals. Uh, Nemo and Dory can be found to the right of the plaza in front of the Tree of Life. I mean... 
The coral's a nice touch. I was going to say, gonna say uh, that. yeah, mm-hmm. the the coral plateau or whatever you want to call it on the statue. That's that's very nice. Great worksmanship. Uh, really nail the, the characters. eyes. Yes. Uh huh. I was just about. You can you can see the glint in the eyes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow. Nice job, Disney. That Dory statue. I mean that that's. I mean clearly all these statues look like the characters they're going after. But I mean like that that is Dory. The dimple. Just uh huh. Yeah. Top wow. notch on that. And uh, speaking of big smiles, we got uh, Simba, Timon, and Pumbaa. You can again find them around the Tree of Life, but in front of the Tree of Life. Uh, that. Those three will be kept together. Um, I dig the Timon. I dig the Pumbaa. The Simba one, though, needs to rotate a little bit. And also, like like his hair game, it it kind of I don't know. It it, it feels like like something's missing. It, it it feels like they did half of the order and then and then they ran out of money for the other. So <laughs> my question is is why they did young Simba instead of older Simba? Ooh ooh. I don't have a preference either way, but I feel like they could have really nailed some details if they did the older one. Mm-hmm. Could you imagine the main? Oh, that's yeah. really what I'm talking oh, about. Oh, that'd have been top notch. I mean, I we we, we, we kind of see what it could have been in the uh, in his tail that you know poof at the end. But could you imagine a full blown main of that craftsmanship? That would have I mean, been top notch. I, c- I could have imagined it. <laughs> Unfortunately, we have to imagine it. Yeah. Well, that. I will say that the statue looks nice. I just wish it was rotated a little bit more. I feel like it's too too close to facing Timon and Pumbaa versus facing like the people, like yeah, the audience. I get that. I get that. And that's and, just me. And 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 maybe maybe when we see it in person, it'll come off differently just because the angles of the picture we're looking at. But yeah, I, I definitely get what you're saying there. I mean that's I mean they're cute though. Timon and Pumbaa is probably my favorite right now. Yeah, I mean that the, the Timon and Pumbaa is top notch. I mean, uh, we, we, we talked about uh, how Dory really captured the essence of that character. I kind of feel the Pumbaa does as well. I just, really want to see how they. Oh, this is a terrible way to phrase this. How they um, put Timon on Pumbaa's back? Like, I want to see if they did like the feet. You know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. how how they like molded them. I'm interested, but there's no back photo, so I'm gonna need someone to take that for me. Thank yeah, we're you. we're uh, going off the blogmickey.com post. Uh, Top notch stuff again. Uh, go check them out. But the pictures they have posted are all from the front. But yeah, I, now that you mentioned, it, I am curious how uh, that is positioned on Pumbaa's back. So uh, we'll 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 check that out. Or if you, the lovely listener, has actually seen it, and has pictures, holler at us on Twitter. A lot of players. Sorry. Uh, next up, we got Bambi and Thumper uh, also in the plaza in front of the Tree of Life. I'm noticing a theme here, if I'm being completely honest. But this is going to be to the left side of the plaza. Um, I'm going to be um, honest. At first, at first glance, I totally missed Thumper. <laughs> Thumper is huge. What do you mean? It just... It, the the bronze finish kind of blends him into the background of the, of the grass behind Bambi. So so for me it was almost like where is oh right there it is. Okay, but scroll down to the zoomed photo and look how cute Thumper looks though. 
I mean, I'm not disagreeing, but but at first glance, it might be one of those situations where unless you know what you're looking for, you might miss it. I mean, again, yeah, Thumper, Thumper looks cute. It, it's, it's Thumper. And then uh, Bambi is looking at a butterfly on the tail. I mean, not my favorite, but yeah, they're cute. It's fine. It's, it's fine. My hot take of these statues is that it looks like they are putting them around quote unquote, like icons, tree of life, mm-hmm. yep. the, the hub, not icons, but like uh, F- focal points, focal points. That's a very good way to put it. Uh, tree of life, uh, the hub, which kind of ties into the castle. So honestly, icons, um, Hollywood studios, they did a mix of the arch and then the Chinese theater, but more or less central park situations. Um, Epcot? Did they? Did, but they did. We did Epcot. Did we do Epcot two two weeks ago? Did we ever talk about where the Epcot ones went? We talked about what was coming to Epcot, but I'm trying to remember, and I don't think we knew. We gonna do were. it now. Yeah, I, like I, I think you're gonna do what I'm doing. We're gonna Google that stuff because that is what good podcasts do. Oh, we don't actually know what up. we're talking about. What you can scroll up and and they have they have an. I'll I'll send it to you. It's fine. Okay. Oh. Wait, did you talk about the Coco scene in Philhar Magic too? No, I'm oh. glad you mentioned that. I uh, almost co- forgot myself. Yes, and, well, and and I'm excited to, for the addition of Coco coming to Philhar Magic, but I am a little bummed out because it is shutting down right before me and my mom uh, are taking our trip in October, uh, and I was so looking forward to uh, doing Philhar Magic with her because she's never done that attraction. And that is one of my new favorite things in Magic Kingdom. So I'm a little bummed that Philhar Magic will be shut down while I'm there. But again, kind of like some stuff Steffers was saying, that's a me problem, not a everybody else problem. Uh, I am super excited. A, not only is Philhar Magic getting some love, uh, I love the fact that it's getting an update as well. And that makes me feel very, very good about the future of this attraction. Because if you haven't experienced Philhar Magic, that is something you need to put on your list of must-dos at Disney. No, it ain't Space Mountain. No, it ain't Splash Mountain. It's not any of the mountains, but it is a fun, unique experience. With air conditioning. I Yes, uh-huh. took the words out of my mouth. If you've been down to Orlando, Florida, you know how hot it can be. And it's just nice to be able to sit down for 15, 20 minutes in the dark, in air conditioning, and just kind of be like, ugh. And oh, by the way, this show's awesome as well. So uh, very excited to see the Coco edition to Philhar Magic. But again, kind of bummed that it's... Uh... It's literally closing right before you go. Yes, um, exactly. Just yeah. for the listeners, <laughs> from October 11th through mid-November, they also did not put a date. Honestly, if you're going before Thanksgiving, I would just guess that it's not going to be open. Uh, but on the plus side, it'll be open when I go in December. <laughs> well, there you go. And oh, yeah, I'm going to the parks, too. So, uh, oh, wait, we're both going in December. <laughs> yeah, there's that one thing in December. Uh, I, uh, aren't I you forgot. having like a bingo night or something? Bingo. Yep. Bingo yep. was his name. Oh, for sure. <laughs> That's what we're doing. I'm, I'm going back to these statues. Anyway, because we did not. I can confirm we did not tell people where they placed. Mm-hmm. So we're moving on to Epcot, where we have some really cute, really cute statues we're gonna start with our buddy dante that is a happy dog world showcase plaza is where he is located looks a little skinny needs a little little food but man that face 
I mean, the face and the detail. And look at those neck rolls. Something uh-huh, I love yeah. about dogs are neck rolls. And Gimli <laughs> has like a lot. So it was really cute. <laughs> Wait, did we? Did they? Oh, okay. I don't know why they spaced this out. But we're going to move on to our boy. Boy thing? My dude. It's dragon. Figment. Yeah. Dra- Dra- I don't. Again, yeah, like, like, like Dante looks happy. Figment looks like pure joy that smile the 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 liveliness coming out of a statue it's like i want to hug it i know i can't and i'll be thrown in disney jail if i wait do. we can't hug the statue no 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 we can't are, sorry sorry Steph. Uh, are you are you sure i think you might have to pay for one of those uh vip tours that costs like fifteen hundred dollars an hour and you and you're and you have to sign up for at least eight hours of it mm. Uh, this is by, prices, by the way. I'm sure they are. Walkway <laughs> to the World Showcase from Future World is where you can find Figment. This is going to be my petition to have a Figment meet and greet. I'm down. I will I will sign and second that petition uh, because, uh, as previously stated, Figment is my dude. Um, again, I'm kind of going back to what we talked about in Hollywood Studio. I'm kind of surprised for the characters that have statues and representation in the park i'm kind of surprised this isn't put right in front of journey into your imagination i'm gonna tell you there there has to be a logic to the spacing i'm assuming they put it in focal points Mm -hmm. i mean i i I definitely agree with you and i do think that uh you are right they're wanting to put it in areas where people don't have to go out of their way to see i think you you nailed it they want uh, those focal points where people are already congregating to be, oh, look, cool, there's that. Um, Which goes into Olaf and Bruni. Bruni definitely gets lost on me, especially from far away. I, I already can tell that Bruni's going to get lost. Yeah, holy I'm crap. I'm assuming they mm. put them like toward the end of a, of a, like a curbside, you know what I'm saying? So that they're like closer to the walkway so you can mm-hmm. see them. But look at that little tongue. I mean that that is cute, but even on on the zoomed in picture, that's too small. Yeah, Bruni is going to be overlooked. We, we, we I I talked about how um, uh, Tinkerbell in Magic Kingdom is small, and you have to be looking for. You could be looking for Bruni and still completely miss it. Correct. But uh, but but I mean they they nailed the essence of Olaf. Uh, Olaf is a very happy snowman, and and he finally gets to uh, experience summer in Orlando, Florida. So uh, good you know luck, what would be really cute is if they had like the leaves like around him, like like a not a tornado, but like a tornado, like a gust of wind. You know, like in the yeah, movie. that's the uh huh yeah. <laughs> I get what you're saying. Kind of had a had a uh, Joe effect with his piano, how the keys are kind yeah. of waving and, and flailing mm-hmm. out at the end. That would have been cool. The question is I mean, how how they would have pulled it off. I mean, that's besides the point. That's for an Imagineer. <laughs> but the next statues, Chef's kiss at these statues. Look at my little 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 tree, little plant, little dude, Groot and Rocket. Yeah. Going, going with the baby Groot. So, so you're looking at Guardians Two, uh, Rocket and Groot. Um, yeah, that, that 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 Groot is cute, and and uh, yeah, that's that's top notch. And again, the detail, the 
the worksmanship on Rocket. We talked about it with R2 and BB-8, how they had all these ridges and and, and ports and outlets. And uh, we got like, fur. Yeah, yeah, fur on Rocket. Not to mention the the worksmanship around his belt with all his pouches and the zippers and the buttons, top-notch stuff. And that Ooh. is going to uh, be in the World Showcase Plaza. Again, noticing a theme here. Um. And then we move on to Miguel. And let me tell you, Miguel has the funniest face. Yeah, yeah, that's an uh, interesting choice they went with. <laughs> and then you get the lovely view of the barges in the background. But I digress. But look at the detail on the guitar. Yeah, the guitar, that is that is amazing. From the That neck- is literally the focal mm. point of the statue is the guitar. Like, that looks amazing well it's good to take away from uh, mcgill's derp face he has going on yeah honestly i don't know Mm, is that him jamming or i don't i don't know but mm. oh they did his shoelaces too on his shoes oh i didn't even notice that i just scrolled down as i was moving to the next character that's That's top notch and 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 again this one's in the world case world showcase Shut up. World Showcase <laughs> Plaza. And it seems like that's where they're sticking everything. So I guess I need to stop asking why it isn't in like the Mexico Pavilion. I mean, Mexico is in the World Showcase. So maybe but it's like in... in Mexico, because I, I mean, mean just, that just based, can... a, based on this picture, you see the barge in the background. I kind of have a general idea where it is and where I think it is. I mean, it's I mean... close to Mexico, but it isn't in Mexico. Mm-hmm. Here we are. That will make more sense with the next one, too. Pua and Hey Hey also can be found at the World Showcase Plaza. Don't know why, but <laughs> here we are. I, I mean, those are those are those are really cute, too. Look at little Pua. I mean, Pua looks happy as he, he, he looks like a pig in slop. I look at those ears. I know, I know. Like, like those those ears remind me of Zoe's ears. So I am, I am all about that statue. And and, and hey, hey, it's, it's just hanging out. Wow, they have like the scale. If you click on it to zoom in, they have like the scales and the feathers and like the feet Man. and scales. That's very nice. They That's really incredible. They killed it with the animals. I'm just saying. They really did. I mean, like even going back to Rocket, in, any any and, and Bambi and Thumper. Uh, even though I think Thumper gets lost. Uh, Top-notch stuff. Honestly, the only one that I'm like, huh, that's what you went with is the Miguel statue. I think the biggest problem I have with these 50th statues, and then I will stop talking about the subject, is the placement. I feel like they could have done better with the placement. Mm-hmm. And and I agree with you, but you also made the point that they probably did this for a reason because they want to keep it in areas where people are already going to be so not necessarily create more foot traffic and more bottlenecking in an area that isn't necessarily uh designed for that but uh again i i think you and i are on the same page that if you if you have a character that already has representation or a full-blown attraction to them why not put it there but that that decision's already been made and uh that apparently uh they didn't they didn't no answer yeah they didn't answer our requests um staying in epcot real quick want to throw this uh out there space 220 did open this past week uh five to seven hour waits uh, were reported on opening day uh, apparently it was kind of a uh, cluster muck as the kids say uh and uh 
I believe starting today, as of uh, if you're listening to this podcast as it drops, they are now going on uh, advanced dining reservations and they are no longer doing walk-ups because uh, all this week it was walk-ups and on day one, they had a ton of walk-ups. Um, and then they went hours. to they went to a virtual queue, like a text text to text to come back, like a wait list type of thing. Yes. Mm-hmm. They did do that. I don't know if that was really much better, but <laughs> it's better than everybody standing in line for five hours waiting to get in. Yeah, I just hope with uh, Steakhouse seventy one and uh, the the Cali Grill dining thing that they. Don't do walk-ups only. Maybe this is a learning moment for you, Disney. Yeah, I I, I do hope this turns out to be a learning experience. Maybe uh, step one, don't do media previews on the day it actually opens to the public because that has some really wicked overlay and it creates five-hour waits to get into a restaurant. Um, um, so, and, and I've seen fairly good to positive reviews when it comes to space 220 uh but i who am i kidding i'm still trying to get a reservation while i'm down there i want to experience it myself but i'm going in with a checked expectations i think i might try to do the lounge area i don't think i'm going to try to take part in the actual eating Mm -hmm. only because the reviews that i've read if i feel like i can get better food especially at epcot so maybe just drinks, get some spacey, spacey, and then go through the elevator type thing. I think that's what I'm going to do. Yeah, that's probably honestly the smart way to go. You're not locked into the prefixed menu for those prices. And you make a good point. It's not like Epcot is short on places to go get really good food. And even in those positive reviews I read, it was mostly praising the atmosphere, not necessarily the food itself. So exactly. you're exactly so you're paying for the gimmick of eating in space. But if you can head up to the lounge and get a couple of drinks, maybe an appetizer, you can you can uh, save some money and you don't have to wait in line for five hours. Five hours for a restaurant, Steffers. Is there any restaurant in the world you would wait five hours in line for? Any restaurant in the world. Okay, well, this one's in space, so I guess world and space. My mistake. No, gotta say, okay. uh, nothing is worse. <laughs> I would literally eat like three meals in the time it takes for me to wait for one. I mean, I, I, in terms of meals, I mean like snack meals as well included in that. But I could eat one normal meal and then snack for the five hours it takes me to wait for space to twenty. It's fine. I mean, I. Like I said, I will probably try to at least experience the experience, but I don't yes. think I'm going to take part in the food because. Yeah, and and I, I covered it a little bit last week, uh, went over the menu. Nothing really jumps out to me. It's like, oh, my God, I have to go try that again. I'm a picky eater that eats nothing but chicken tenders and green M&Ms. But Ooh, if it, that's embarrassing. I, I've said it several times and, and, and it's no, I meant for the wedding. But oh. just yeah. Oh, wait, wait. Are you telling me you're not going to have mm-hmm. chicken tendies and green M and M's? Not for. We'll talk offline about this. Okay, but not for right. the adults. All right. Well, well, I'm fine sitting at the kids' table. Wouldn't be the first time. Probably won't be the last. But uh, I do want to experience it. But again, for the if if you're doing the dinner menu, you're paying ninety bucks ahead. And for me, it's like I ain't paying ninety bucks for a Caesar salad, a fillet, and chocolate that's, cheesecake. That's the Disney way. I mean, I 
I, I'm aware of that, but that doesn't mean it's going to be the Landon Doan way. And and and, and besides, I'm, I'm saving all my all my steak money for a st- uh, steakhouse seventy one. Steakhouse seventy one. That's yeah, what because, I was going to say. Uh-huh, I think I yeah. would rather spend the money uh-huh. there. And yeah. I know you don't get the experience, but like, I think it's going to be better food. I really I do. think quality wise, it'll probably be better. Yeah. Case. Mm-hmm. Very excited. I was able to snag a reservation for me and the, the Madre uh, while I'm down there and uh, fully expect a report when uh, I experience it when I'm down there. So uh, something to look forward to. I will eat a steak in your honor. Oh, thank you. I appreciate it. Unless you're, you're talking about the listeners, then that too. I'm going to eat a steak in your honor, Steffers, and I'm going to eat a steak in the in the honor of the listeners. What I'm saying yeah. is I'm going to eat several steaks and then my heart will explode. So, um, oh, Okay. Well, yeah, mm-hmm. that sounds fun. I have this planned out, Steffers. I, I'm proud of you. You got well, this. Well, thank you. I appreciate that. And uh, something else I'm proud of is this fine podcast, which it feels like we're bringing to a close. Steffers, good episode, if I do say so myself. Yes, uh, let's all pat ourselves on the back and then pat each other on the back as well. Socially distanced, of course. You know, there is still uh, this whole uh, world being on fire situation. But before we get out, Steffers, where can the lovely listeners find you and your awesome podcasts and blogs? Oh, hello. It is me. You can find <laughs> you can find me on Instagram at Adventures with Steffers, not to be confused with Avengers with Steffers, because you won't find me. That's on, after the uh, Disney buys you out and you are in Phase Seven of the MCU. Correct, Phase Seven only. <laughs> um, on Twitter, you can find me at AsianZing95. My blog and my podcast can be found on my website, adventureswithstuffers.com, or you can catch my podcast on all the pod catchers at Adventures with Stuffers. That's where you can find me. You know, I need more followers on Instagram. So if y'all just want to follow me so I can reach my goals, that would be cool. Yeah, help Steffer reach her goals and follow her on Instagram and the Twitters and MySpace and Friendster and and Spotify and and uh, Bemo and Sling and 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 Fizbo and Fizbo HD Napster Napster LimeWire um, Casa uh, co- oh, oh God. <laughs> Man, that right there, it's like I just had flashbacks to all the viruses I downloaded on, on the family PC back in the day. Uh, L-A-N-D-O-Z, please go follow me, Landon Doan. I'm the best, Landon Doan, not the rest. That's where you can follow me personally, 280 characters at a time on Twitter. Uh, but I also invite you to go follow the show on Twitter. It's at Doz Does Disney. That's D-O-Z. D-O-E-S, and then you know how to spell Disney. Uh, that's where you can find... Uh, Articles that I find throughout the week, uh, maybe some polls for returning beloved segments from the morning monorail. Uh, it goes by Fast Pass Standby Snack Break. We're putting together, we're firing the machine back up. And if you have a suggestion for something you'd like to see us cover on Fast Pass Standby Snack Break and also weigh in, hit me up on Twitter as well, either at Landaz or at Does Does Disney. And uh, who knows, maybe you'll see your suggestion brought to life and done poorly by yours truly. Uh, but speaking of stuff done poorly by yours truly, I also appear on the Phil Show, News Talk 98.7, WOKI, radio station locally here in Knoxville, Tennessee, streaming 6 to 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time at Newstalk987.com, also available in the iHeartRadio app and the News Talk 987 app as well. Oh. <sighs> 
I did that all in like two breaths. I'm damn good at this. Uh, Staffers, before we get out, any final thoughts for the lovely listeners before we join them next Monday? Um, I just want to say, if you guys, you know, wanted to see a universal version of Fast Pass Standby Snack Break, mm. I'm just going to put that into the universe. And uh, if you made it this far and also agree with Steffers, just let Landon know so, you know, we can bond over stuff. Hey, you know what? I'm fine with that. Uh, we no longer have the tyrant Justin Monorail driving this uh monorail uh this, this is, is this is only landon's words this is only landon's thoughts he does not speak for both of us but remember this was always the fun v part of the of the uh, monorail so if if we want to open it up to universal i'm fine with that because i love me some universal and i'm not afraid to say it jaws ride was and still is the best attraction that's ever been in orlando florida come get me disney nerds ever ever, ever. He's going to have to take a picture with Bruce when we go in December. Stay tuned for that photo. It's going to be quality. You mean another picture with Bruce? No, no, no. no. Yeah. Well, Mm -hmm. yeah, but you know. Yeah, Mm -hmm. no. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, you know. Come get me, Disney nerds. Anyway, uh, for Steffers, um, be decent to each other. Uh, Thank a cast member and... uh, Again, be decent to each other. You don't know what's going on in everybody else's life, and it costs you literally nothing to be nice. So for Steffers, my name is Landon Doan. Thank you so much for joining us on another episode of Dawes Does Disney. Hopefully you'll be back next week, uh, but uh, if not, have a good Monday morning and an awesome week. Bye. Did you turn off the recording? No. I'm doing it right now. Again, I need a secret sounder, so I'm going to stop it in the middle. You know, there's there's a lot of stuff I can do well. Heck, there's even a couple things I can do very well. But when it comes to graphic design, that is one thing I cannot do at all. Thankfully, I have a friend in Matt and love of the mouse multimedia. You know and love their work. The sleek and soon-to-be-beloved logo for this very podcast, Does Does Disney, that was them. The classic Morning Monorail logo and all its variants, that was Love of the Mouse too. And not only does Love of the Mouse have an incredible talent for graphic design, they're easy to work with and collaborate. They listen to your ideas and suggestions, then they bring them to life. So if you're looking to start your own blog, podcast, YouTube channel, Etsy shop, whatever creative outlet that you're thinking of, Love of the Mouse can help your brand to stand out in the crowd. Connect with Matt on Twitter, Facebook, or Instagram by searching Love of the Mouse Multimedia or at L-O-T-M Multimedia or visit loveofthemousepodcast.com or email loveofthemousepodcast at gmail.com to contact him about your design needs. We're talking logos, social media promos, advertisements, websites, and so much more. And if you're uh, looking for some more awesome Disney content, make sure and subscribe to his show, Love of the Mouse Podcast, on your favorite streaming applications. And tell him the Dawes sent you. I, I, I don't know if that'll get you anything up. I just always wanted to say that. Okay, all right. Hi, puppy. <laughs> oh, yeah, it's purple bone time too. Neat. Yeah. <sighs>
Yes. Uh huh. Yeah. Uh huh. 